Carol Joy side, and welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. You're listening to episode 63. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Well, this morning via Zoom, I have the joy of sharing and interviewing with a young man named Luciano Arroyo. He is presently a sophomore at Stanford University in California. And I have previously interviewed his brother Vidal, who's a Rhodes Scholar at Oxford and his parents. And so it's just such a joy now to get to interview you, Luciano. How are you doing? Really good, really good, actually. Good, wonderful. Well, so tell our listeners um, about your educational experience briefly and, and how homeschool kind of shaped you, uh, yeah. prepared you. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, growing up uh, in Southern Orange County, um, California, uh, I was always in the public school system. Um, and our public school actually was a very well-known public school in the area, um, very well-known for the academics. Uh, and in class, um, personally, I'm a very extrovert person, very social, and um, I enjoyed learning, but I had a lot of time struggling focusing, especially in that classroom environment um, with a lot of peers. Um, I was an average student, not, you know, not really too good. Uh, around middle school, I started also to wrestle um, extracurricular. Um, and I remember it was actually in sixth grade, I got my report card back uh, and it was not very good. I got, got a couple, like, I think I got an F, maybe oh, a couple no. of Ds. <laughs> it, it, it was not good at all. Um, and I remember my dad telling me, um, kind of having a sit down talk with me because uh, my older brother Vidal, he was always a straight A student. Um, and it kind of just came easier to him. For me, it was always more of a struggle. Uh, I had a lot of trouble focusing, I would say. Um, so actually in eighth grade, uh, we decided as a family to start homeschooling. Um, and it was definitely a radical change. Uh, I was not used to it. Um, and I, I love being in a classroom, being with friends. And it was a big culture shock. But I would say that's what really changed my view of learning and really made me fall in love with reading and fall in love with academia. Um, and I would say that if it wasn't for homeschooling, I wouldn't be at the place I'm at now. Um, why? I, I would say just just for the, the love of learning that that my parents instilled, and especially with your program instilled for me, um, I never enjoyed reading. I was, <laughs> I remember doing book reports actually when I was in public school, and I was the kid who did the same book every year. And it was, <laughs> It the best part is that the books weren't even great books. It was like Diary of a Wimpy Kid, like books that were like super easy to read. Like the grammar was not even correct in it. Um, and I went from that to then falling in love with reading um, John Steinbeck and great literature and like really loving it. And even currently now, um, we're actually I'm reading a lot of Greek tragedy right now, and I'm loving it, enjoying it so much. And I would say, um, yeah, the homeschooling, the love for reading and learning to love to read has helped me so much now in college. That is so wonderful. I love to hear these things. So yeah, your parents found me, I think through your uncle, I, I believe, is that yeah. right? And, um, and you guys were wrestling at Calvary Chapel Costa Mesa and that was a big part of your high school, homeschool experience that you're able to wrestle and- yeah. Yeah, and I think you were like state champs or something in the state. <laughs> state champs in middle school, I remember. And uh, we we wanted to homeschool um, just to, you know, take, take our education in our own hands. And it was 
definitely a, a radical change for our entire family. Um, even my parents, it was kind of like, are we doing this? Like, you know, and then the big, we weren't fully sold in the beginning. We're like, you know, we, we went to Calvary and, and Calvary, um, we went to them and said, okay, we want to homeschool. And they said, okay, great. Here's a list of programs to pick from. And kind of just said, go on your own. And we said, oh, okay, well, we'll see what happens. And um, thankful to the Lord that we came upon your program. And we started, I remember we had a consultation with you. And um, I remember it was a, it was a big culture shock. I remember um, you talking about, you know, getting rid of the, of the TV, getting rid of the social media. And it, it was hard, not gonna lie. In the beginning, I was like, I was so tied down to that stuff and I want to be connected with my friends and, you know, but we did it. And I would say it, it helped out so much. Like it just really helped me focus and help me step away, especially at such a young age. You know, I mean, being, being, uh, being in public school from that age group, when you're learning and stuff, it's, it's difficult. And I would say um, a lot of the friends have a lot of influence on you at such a young age and the way it impacts you, it's, it's not, it's not good. You know, it, it can't be. So I would say taking that time, like you said, focusing on your academics and falling in love with reading and literature helps so much. So tell me about your parents' education. Did they go to college? What is their background? So my parents' education, um, my dad actually, uh, I think he got his GED. Um, he didn't finish all the way and got his diploma and same with my mom. Uh, my mom went to, I think, uh, community college for dance for a little bit, but um, after high school, it stopped then. Yes. And the reason I ask that question is because your parents are amazing, but people would say, well, these boys are so smart and they're so highly educated because that's what their parents, you know, experience. That's really why I'm asking the question yeah. where tell, tell our listeners a little bit about your parents. They're just such exemplary people, but they yeah. haven't had it easy and they didn't have a cushy background, I guess is what I'm trying to, the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, I know. And, and um, so both my parents are immigrants. Uh, Mom was born in Querétaro, Mexico. Dad was born in Madrid, Spain. Um, when my dad came over around, I think, four or five, um, he had trouble transitioning to English school. And because of that, he never really fell in love with academia. And it was always just a struggle. You know, um, he, I remember he telling me he was kind of like the class clown in high school and kind of just, I mean, he didn't hate it, but it just wasn't really his thing. Um, and my mom is an extremely creative dancer, um, intelligible, but um, like you said, it it re you really don't need to have a prestigious academic background to be able to do this. I mean, um, like you said, a, li a library card and the love for reading, and it's really possible for anyone. Um, That's yeah. so good. That is so good. I love it. So um, tell me about getting into Stanford, and are you on a scholarship? Tell, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so I currently am on a scholarship. Uh, uh, Stanford is very, uh, very helpful with that for sure. They, once you get in the school, they really make sure that all your finances are covered. Um, and I remember, uh, during the, you know, approaching enrolling and, and trying to get into the school, I was a bit stressed, like, oh, how is it going to look with homeschool and stuff? But, um, looking at the, um, talking to the people after I got in, they actually really enjoyed and thought it was amazing. I was homeschooled. They, you know, they, they really saw that it really helped me be independent and really helped me, um, yeah, be able to teach myself and, and learn these things. And I would say that's really carried on a lot into college, even my own studying, uh, being able to focus and take my studying into my own hands, because a lot of college is not like high school or middle school where everything's, you know, given to you, like a lot of it's on your own, you know, and, and doing your own research and your own studying and really taking your school into your own hands. 
So I've even seen a lot of kids who come from a school where everything's like given to them like that. And they're, they struggled a bit trying to stay on track, you know, um, of a lot of the independent studying we do in, in, at college. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't feel homeschool has been a detriment, but actually an asset? Completely, completely an asset. Um, even especially like being able to kind of get away from the craziness and focus, you know, and take that time alone. Yes. And um, that has just been so helpful, especially for mental health. You know, a lot of a lot of college kids get struggle a lot with mental health. And uh, especially now during COVID and, and stuff, it's, uh, it's tough. It, it, it's hard for them to get away from the distractions and really have that my me time, you know, that time alone, that time with the Lord, you know, that's been huge. And, and homeschool has definitely helped me a lot with that. I know the challenge you face with your children and screens. You might find yourself asking, do we need to get rid of the TV? How do we set guidelines and follow them after never having any? What do I do if my children are addicted? I want to help you protect your children and create a safe and nurturing home environment. This topic of screens and technology is near and dear to my heart. So on Saturday, June 5th, I'm teaching a brand new webinar called Taming the Media Lion. This webinar is your opportunity to be equipped in turning the tide for your family's health and spiritual well-being. The replay will be available to participants for two weeks after the live event. I can't wait for you to hear the panel discussion at the end of the webinar that will include seasoned parents and tech experts. Visit my website to register. Early bird pricing ends May 25th. Come be empowered to break the media stronghold over your children's lives and learn how to replace the screen space with green space. We can be assured that God never takes anything from us, that he doesn't give us something better. Now back to the show. Oh, so yeah, let's talk about your spiritual life being at a school like Stanford, certainly not a Christian school. Yeah. And how, how have you been able to stand, Lucci, in, in kind of a maybe a little antagonistic culture? I'm not sure. Yeah, of course. So Stanford is very, very all over the place. You know, um, it's a very liberal, very, um, yeah, it, it, very worldly college. You know, I'm, I'm keep it um, objectively true. But I would say the main thing um, when I came to Stanford was find like-minded people like me, you know, because um, at a school like this, there's plenty of people like that too. So I went straight to, I found the list of Bible studies, found the first one I got into. And um, I would say the first thing I did was found a mentor, you know, um, and even currently now he's been super helpful, um, just helped me stay strong in my faith and really just being accountable with him um, and finding like-minded people around. Um, I would say the, the, the beautiful thing about it, because I know a lot of people fear like, you know, their, their child going off to, uh, you know, a very worldly u university and, and getting lost. And that is completely a valid, um, you know, something that could happen. But also at a place like this, you have to have stronger faith, you know, so the people I've met, their faith is solid. And we're, we're so tightly knit to be able to withstand, you know, the craziness that goes on, you know, and stuff. But um, it's been amazing. And the people I found, I've, I've met some of the most loving and like-minded people, solid in their faith at this university, um, which has just been super helpful. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> that is so amazing. Well, you know, 
where sin abounds, grace does much more abound. Sometimes when you're in a really kind of edgy environment, it forces you to put on your big boy pants and really grow in your faith and in owning your faith. It's not your mommy and your daddy's faith anymore, your pastor's faith, but it really becomes your own. And, and for some kids that really works for other kids, they fall off the turnip truck almost immediately. And so parents have to be really prayerful. You know, your children, and what they can handle, and um, and you and you and Vidal have really held your faith in very secular schools. Yeah, and, and and to add to your point, I would say also just my relationship with my parents. I mean, I can talk to my mom and dad about anything, and they're so loving, and like I can turn to them in any situation, you know. Um, and yeah, they're they're so loving, and I feel just so comfortable talking to them. And it's like I feel like that relationship has helped me um, kind of have a trust between them, you know, and, and, and we can have this mutual trust. And, um, I'm, I'm still so connected with my, my dad, my mom. I mean, I talk to them about every day, I would say at least once when messaging, we say connected. So even though, you know, we're miles away, I feel like we're still so tightly knit, um, which is, which has been amazing. And do you feel that you got closer because you were homeschooled? Did that have something to do with how close you feel, you know, relationally with your folks? Completely, um, especially with my siblings also um, and my parents, like being homeschooled and being with them, you know, throughout most of the day and then teaching me, they kind of became like really close friends of mine. It's not like, you know, I mean, I respect them, my mother and father, but also I can talk, like you said, I can talk about everything, you know, and and we're like a really tightly knit friends. That's the best way to say it, which I think is the, the most beautiful thing. You know, I mean, um, there's not a close relationship in your family and they're always going to be there for you. Um, and they've just helped me so much just grow. And even being apart from them, it's made me like build a stronger connection with them, you know, cause it really makes me value and cherish them. And, um, there's at times I'm here and I'm like, I, I can't wait to go home and see my family, you know, like I, just, I miss them so much. So I know. Um, yeah. you know, that's so beautiful. Lucci, people tell me that their children, when they're in um, school away from home, um, that they don't even want to be seen in public with their parents or that there's kind of this, a me versus them kind of thing, like where the kids are on the opposite team of life. Yeah. And, and in the homeschool community, this is what I hear all the time. My parents are my best friends. There's nobody I like better than my parents and my siblings, instead of like, well, you're a third grader and I'm a fifth grader and you're a girl and girls drool and boys rule. There's none of that. Like that the siblings are so bonded because they're, they, they're on the same team instead of on kind of school not even intentionally, but just by its very nature, it, it tends to divide us, the whole family. Uh, you know that way, we right? It does, and, completely. Yes. I, I mean, to your point, I remember, I mean, I had friends where they'd go to school, you know, maybe see their parents a little bit in the morning, and then have to go to YMCA all day. Yes. They don't get back in the evening. It's like, there's only such a small gap they spend time with their parents. And it's, it's, it's sad, because like you said, it's like, they're not their best friends. I could see that, you know? It's just like, oh, that's my mom and dad. And so like, oh, like, you know, even when I have, like, I'll have college friends over and they even notice like, wow, your family's so tightly knit. Like, I love hanging out with your dad and your mom. Like, yeah, I know they're the best, right? Like, it's amazing. So uh, that's everything. Just even, you know, hearing that from my friends, that's just been such a blessing and kind of made me sit back and like really be thankful that I'm homeschooled. You know, like I would say um, a lot of the times going through just life at college, I, there's so many times I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I'm, I homeschooled. I'm, I'm so th- thankful to the Lord that it was something I'm still able to do and still able to do nowadays. Yes, because you're really still homeschooling because in college, you're kind of teaching yourself as well, aren't you? 100%. It's 
a lot of it is you go to class, they say, okay, here's the assignments. We'll see you on Monday and we'll have a test then. And it's all on yourself. You know, it's um, homeschool is definitely helping me out with that. I know that if, if I would have stayed in public school, I would not be where I'm at now. I, I Without a doubt, I know that. Um, so yeah, home, homeschooling was so amazing and so helpful. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, um, Lucci, do you want to pray for our families? There are families listening who are thinking, I don't know, this homeschool thing, I don't know if we can do it. I don't know if our kids are going to turn out well. And hearing your testimony, I think, is going to encourage people so much. And that's our heart, is that we just want to give people kind of the gas in their engine to keep going, to not give up, to yeah. um, not quit. And particularly homeschooling for high school. I think, yeah. Lucci, that that to me, I, I see kids like you and Vidal and how being homeschooled for high school, can you just address that before before we pray? Yeah, I would say that, I would say honestly, high school is, I mean, probably one of the most important ones, you know, because it, you go from the, the jump from middle school to high school is just so much more gnarlier, you know, from how more worldly it is. Yeah. And um, taking that time to like, especially during, you know, 15 all the way through 18, 19, like where you're really growing the most and really discovering, you know, who you are. I think that's the most important time to dive deep in the word, dive deep into reading and really like create that strong relationship with the Lord. And I know that that was such a, um, such a like amazing time for me to grow in my faith that allowed me to then go off to university like this and not just get washed away right away. You know, I know um, my, my dad worked a lot in a nonprofit and he would always tell me the statistics about how many kids lose their faith in college, you know, and it's, it's super sad, but that time is when you have the most, I think you can have the most growth in your faith and really set your foundation on a solid foundation on a, you know, solid rock foundation where whatever comes, it, it won't be blown away, you know? And, and, and that's something that I've just been so thankful about that even when times got tough, you know, in school and, and I felt distant, I could always turn to the Lord and, and turn to my family and, it was like, I was right back at home studying, you know, and, and th that was just the beautiful part about it. Um, and like you said, you said it, it just clicked. You never stop homeschooling. You know, after this, you're always independently learning and, and growing. And um, especially after homeschool and after my college is like, I'm going to keep doing that, you know, and keep doing that and keep growing in my faith. And um, I would say high school is just such an important time. It really is such an important time to homeschool. Um, and it never held me away. From, it never up any relationships you know I know a lot of people are scared about not meeting people and not being sociable um I still have really solid friends that I was friends in middle school with you know I don't see them all the time but every time I go back home we hang out and we have a good time and um it, it's the same thing you know it, it didn't affect my relationships and um they actually even saw how amazing it was you know and they saw like wow like Lucci I mean they, they knew me in middle school and and when you know so things with the Lord I got into Stanford, they were like, oh my gosh, like it really paid off. You know, they they saw how amazing it was. And and I was just, yeah, really grateful so to see that. Were, were they kind of eating their heart out? They wanted to be homeschooled too? <laughs> a bit, a bit. Because a, a lot of the, um, it's funny. So I didn't see a lot of my friends in middle school. And and, and that was a big part of me. I, I was really sociable, had a lot of friends, you know. Um, I didn't see them for like four years. And I remember I was seeing, um, we got together and and I kind of filled them into my life and they were like, oh my, like, that's insane. And, and these were kids who were back in middle school in way higher classes than me, you know, in AP classes. I was always in just kind of the lower end, you know, not, not really pushing myself. And they were like, what happened? And I was just like, homeschool. <laughs> that was really it. And <laughs> seeing that really kind of proved to myself, like, wow, like this, this really works. It really works. And um, I know it's, 
I mean, at times even we're like, oh, are we doing this right? Like you said, those doubts come in, you know, and um, I would say just staying to it and, and pursuing the Lord and, and staying on track of it, it, it always pays off. It always uh, pays off. This is so encouraging. Well, would you mind praying for our listeners okay. before we close? Of course. Thank you. Dear Holy Father, thank you for this amazing time, Lord. Um, first off, we just want to thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to still homeschool in this amazing country, Lord. Um, I know that other places, you know, around the world, it's not possible to do that. Um, I pray, God, that you would just be with the families, Lord. You anoint all the family, Lord, and all the children homeschool, Lord. Lord, that you would just bless their setting, Lord, and that, Lord, if any, Lord, seeds of doubt come in, Lord, that you would just wash them away, Lord. Lord, that they would stay on track and they would know that you <clears throat> ultimately, Lord, have a plan in this and that this will ultimately shape their character, Lord, and, um, and wherever they go to, Lord, if it's college, if it's not college, Lord, this is the foundation for being a man or woman, Lord, in you, God, Lord, and, and I pray that they would just stay the course, Lord. We thank you, Lord, again for this amazing opportunity. We love and we praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, and thank you, listeners, for joining me this week on the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. If you liked what you heard in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating and a review on iTunes, or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help too. Visit my website, Carol Joy Side, to subscribe to our weekly email and receive exclusive discounts in my online store where seminars and interviews are available. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode where I help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Blessings.